Episode of From the Nose Bleeds, episode 22. Let's get it. You already know it's your boy Joe. Back in the building. I got my homie Corey with me as always. And I got a very special guest with me. Has his own podcast, Marvin. He's in today. Yo, yo, yo. Appreciate appreciate the invite, Joe. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing the nose bleeds. <laughs> oh yeah man you know what i'm saying i was at us at a basketball game the other day and that's exactly where i was at you know what i'm saying i, I stayed in those bleeds so you know um it's all good though it's all good no i'm sorry it was a dallas cowboys game um and that's all i could afford was the nosebleeds because you know dallas cowboys man y'all y'all wild hey, over there hey, with the, with hey, the tickets, you were in man. there though you were yeah, in there. I was in the building. I was in That's the building. That's all that matters. It's all that matters. It's all that matters. <laughs> you, you probably uh, pay more to park than your actual ticket. <laughs> man, you you ain't lying about that. I swear, like it's crazy. Y'all, y'all on some different stuff over here, but it's all good though. We had a good experience, and that was that. Um, just a little bit real quick, man. Um, Marvin has his own podcast um called For More Than Sports podcast on all platforms um kind of want to introduce that uh to the listeners and uh give you a little brief snip on um what that's all about oh no i appreciate that man uh like joe said man more than sports podcast um and we're we're talking about everybody has a story so our, our platform is just giving athletes or even lovers of sports um anybody who has a story that wants to share, man. And we've had a great time shooting it. Um, and it's, and Joe and I spoke about this uh, on yesterday. You'd be surprised how somebody in California has the exact same experience as somebody in New York or mm-hmm. Florida or Georgia. Um, so we're just creating a platform so everybody can tell their story. You don't, you didn't have to go to the NFL or NBA or the MLB. Um, just, you know, somebody who loves sports and has a passion for sports and had things sports have done for you. Um, things that you know you've learned, things you've gleaned, um, and things you you want to share and for the next generation to learn from from your mistakes because you know anybody who's ever played sports or went through some of those processes um, through life understand that you made a lot of mistakes and just mm-hmm. for everybody to have an opportunity to share their story and share their mistakes and, and kind of pass down game to the next generation, man, it, it, it's just been a treat. So, and uh, getting an opportunity to learn a little bit more about people in general and their story is always important because you really never know. You think you know. I've had a bunch of people I've played with, played against, people I've seen from afar. And, you know, you kind of always, one of those deals, like, what happened to that guy? Right, that yeah. Girl? Like, you just never know. So we have opportunity to bring those stories to light. And it's some crazy stories, man, that you, you just wouldn't <laughs> believe, man. So have a, have a super good time shooting it, man. And uh, obviously, we'll, we'll have to get definitely get Joe on one time to share his story. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you can definitely uh, catch us on all platforms. It's uh, more than sports podcast. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, definitely. Everyone check that out. Um, I definitely listened to uh, the audio version. Uh, I didn't get to finish it, but it's interesting it's interesting some of the things i heard so um check that out on all platforms and um support my my mans all right um all right let's get right into it all right um first topic these college coaches making like i don't know i don't know what's going on this money going on right now uh this college coaches situation um college football to be exact um they're making big bucks over here. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if uh, Mike Tomlin is second guessing uh, what he said earlier on the press conference, but you know these college <laughs> coaches, these college coaches making big money over here, um, especially Lincoln Riley contract. But um, I'm gonna let you guys talk about it a little real quick. Uh, how will these co- 
change the coaching air in in the sports um, of their profession, college and professional. Well, just just from my viewpoint, it it was bound to happen, man. Um, you know, these college coaches are becoming more of a, a personality. Yeah. When you, when you see the Sabins, you see the like you said, uh, Lincoln Riley's. Those guys are not only just sitting on the sideline now, man. They bring a personality. They bring a fire. They bring a they bring a winning. Um, and that that's the bottom line. You have to win. And once you start to look around the country, it ain't a whole lot of coaches winning consistently. Yeah. So those guys are starting to demand high dollar. Um, but just me personally, I I'm good with it. Mm-hmm. I think you know those guys are earning their money, and trust me. They will not hesitate to fire those guys if they're not winning. So <laughs> there, sure. there is, there is definitely two sides, two sides to that coin. Um, you know, you get the big payday as long as you're winning. If you're not winning, uh, they'll definitely show you the door. So some guys got paid money that probably didn't deserve it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm from Louisiana, big big LSU fan. Also, um, was born and raised in Michigan, so I ride with with, with Michigan Wolverines. Go blue. Uh, so, so it was go blue, go tiger. So we had, you know, Coach O. I just go out there and say, guy should have never been hired. <laughs> <laughs> but he was a Louis, he was a Louisiana guy, man. Got a, got a got a huge payday. Yeah, and, you know, he did. It, yeah, his family set up, you know, for the rest of their lives, which is yep. which is a good thing. And you know, that's a whole nother story, man. Once he signed the big contract, he ended up getting a divorce. But that, that's another podcast for another day. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But um, he, it's a guy, he got paid. So he he went to Ole Miss, got the head coaching job at Ole Miss, did terrible, got fired. Mm-hmm. Ended up at USC in an interim position. Um, and you know, there was a reason they did not hire him for the head job when he was in an interim position. Yeah. So obviously the situations happened at LSU with uh, Coach Miles. He let go, so they brought him in. Just he was a hometown guy, yeah. And he got extremely lucky, man. Yeah, um, he got a lucky. He he definitely got. He pulled the right cards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, For yeah, sure. Yeah, and nobody was to know that you know Joe Burrow was going to end up doing what he was going to do mm-hmm. at the quarter at the quarterback position with the offense. It was just it was just a quiet short. So obviously they win they win the national championship and. Coach O got got a pretty good payday. Which, yeah, like I said, yeah, he won national championship, so it's kind of hard to debate that. Yeah, but if you if you look at his resume, it doesn't speak to the payday that he received. Yeah. So, um. So to that point, some guys got paid that didn't deserve it. Um. And rightfully so. Like I said, he won that championship in 2019. That's not too long ago. Yeah. And he's already out of a job. <laughs> yeah so to, exactly to, to speak to that the money the money will come for those who win and win consistently mm-hmm. and and those who do not win you know they're, they're they're out the door so i'm i'm okay with it there's like you said there is a shift um but you know like i said schools are getting more money tuition's going up these television contracts continue to go up and I mean, if you're coaching the SEC with the deal they're about to broker, and or and even in the Big Twelve, the deals they brought to broker, like those guys, there's plenty of money to go around. So yep. those those coaches are are demanding it. The market is speaking to it because they wouldn't get it if the market wasn't speaking to it. So I know Coach Saban's probably about to negotiate him a new deal. Well, he's probably gonna be getting 15 a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Exactly, but, but but well deserved, man. My my philosophy is always, man, get all you can get. If they gonna pay it till you get it, but you yeah. don't have to. You gonna have to back it up. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, Corey, what's your take? Corey, did we lose him? Yep, he did pop off. Yeah. Um, it's all good. We'll we'll circle back. Um however Can you hear me? Oh, yeah, you I, oh, uh, I can hear you. I can hear you now. I can hear you. Can you I good? Jump? Yeah, I'm good. My bad. Yeah, it's all you now. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I feel like we're really getting into scary territory with, with these contracts that they're coming up with. Um a lot of this money they're throwing at these coaches is you know, to coaches who to me are unproven, you know, 
Um, mm. You look at this Lincoln Riley contract, for example, he's getting paid more than Nick Saban is uh, purely just off the hype of the name and the school he's going to. When he, mm. what, what has he proven? What has he won in the past that, that that warrants him to be the top college coach, you know, uh, pay wise? Uh, just makes no sense to me. I mean, to me, if you are going to get that crazy with these contracts, then Saban needs to be making 10 million more than the next coach. You know, right. um, if, if we're talking about paying for performance. Uh, and then on top of that, I mean, you look at the disparity you asked, you know, how's it going to affect the other leagues? The top paid coach in the NFL right now is Bill Belichick, which is, you know, is most definitely uh, deserved. Belichick is only making twelve and a half million this year. Exactly. That's it. He, he we're talking about arguably one of the greatest NFL coaches of all time. Mm-hmm. And he's getting paid the same amount as Lincoln Riley. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, yeah. Right there, that right there says enough for me. I just, I'm just mind blown. I mean, these colleges, they had the money to throw around. I get it, but throw it where it's deserved. Throw it where it's needed. And then, just very last point. I mean, this just, these numbers just make it even more ridiculous as to why college players have not been paid this whole time. Y'all have this. Mm. Throw these coaches who don't even stick around for more than two or three years, but yeah, y'all wanted to throw fits about college kids getting paid. I mean, come on. I was just, the disparity is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I definitely think it's definitely like a double standard almost. Um, let's, let's break down uh, Lincoln Riley's contract. So he's getting paid $110 million, right? USC is buying out both of his homes. Um over $500,000 for action price and giving him a million dollar bonus, buying him a $6 million home in LA. And he also gets to use the private jet 24 hours, 24 seven, anytime he wants for his family for personal use. So this is unproven. Unproven. Nah, 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 nah. That, 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 that was one great interview, man. So <laughs> that, that was an interview of all times. Man, it doesn't make sense though. Like I, I it's it's to a point to where it's like, okay, and then the coach Coach Kelly, um, from that just got signed to LSU, he's making ninety-six million dollars, right? And uh, excuse me, but who's he? <laughs> like, I, I, no, no, seriously. Like, oh, what do you who are you coach for? What, Notre Dame or something? Nor, he coached at Notre Dame. Yeah, Notre he was Dame. At, right? He was at Cincinnati before that. So, and, and don't get Cincinnati wrong, he, had, he hadn't won much anything. So, oh, mm-hmm. oh yeah, exactly. Not worth ninety six million. So, like I was saying, um, he both of these coaches. The name sounds cool, Lincoln Riley. It sounds cool. It's a cool name, but are you worth? that much are you worth the um the contracts that you're given and the extra incentives like i think that's 110 million dollars was a lot but i think like the extra oh now i'm gonna buy you a six million dollar home and i'm gonna pay off your homes and then i'm gonna give you a like i think that's real i don't know what he did to get that but i think that's a little bit extreme if if you ask me I mean, to me was he even in demand like that's something you do for someone who, who you, you know you're competing against other schools to sign i mean he to, was to, no 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 don't get me wrong other schools wanted him but that bad? <laughs> but i don't know if it was that bad I, uh, gotta, I, look yeah look between the lines too. like yeah the schools probably paying the salary but some of that other stuff Maybe the house and stuff like that, or maybe that may be booster money. And yeah, you know, yeah, USC, yeah, USC has a huge, huge booster base, like yeah. like University of Texas does. And this um, it's all it's all write offs too at the end of the day. But still, this is the principle. Yeah, it it, it really well, is. It really. I'm not saying that all this is coming from USC, but that's the fact that that's a part of it. And then to mention that, it's like all right, like that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like if that's the case. You know, like we said before, like Nick Saban deserves the world. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He needs he needs 150 mil and shoot. Uh I don't even know. It um yeah. I don't even know. He needs something twice as much right. more but, than, but, than than Nick and Riley. But it, it speaks to the culture though. Like USC, you, you overspend when what? You're desperate. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. And that, that's, that's, exa- that's exactly where USC is. That's and, the, and if you kind of can't compare contrast to, to the Patriots, the Patriots, their their whole motto is that they never overspend. So it correct. has to start with the coach. Correct, uh-huh. correct, correct. You know, so like I said, I still say hats off to Lincoln Riley. If they're going to give it to me, I would take it. Oh, of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, oh, but also, you know, California, there's there's some inflation there, man. So 110 in California is probably, you know, 85 in, in uh, Alabama. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel you. I feel you. I mean, the numbers, the numbers are the numbers. And um, it's, it's just crazy. I think that I think with this contract sets the dynamic for coaching contracts moving forward. So that's why I think that it's going to, it's going to kind of mess things up. Cause then it's like, okay, I'm in the NFL. Like regardless if you're not like Nick Saban, you know what I'm saying? That's cool. But you know, other coaches may feel some type of way, be like, well, shoot, I'm getting, I want to get paid more than I'm getting paid. I may want to go to college because I'm getting paid more there than I'm getting paid in professional sport or less less pressure. You know what I'm saying? Less pressure. uh, You know what I'm saying? Everyone's expected to win. You know what I'm saying? Like no one, you can't lose. I'm not saying you can't lose, but like, you know what I'm saying? All you got to do is win games and then you get ranked and you get some extra money and things like that. I just feel like it's going to mess up the, the, the structure of, the atmosphere in the coaching world to where most co- most NFL coaches may think like, well, let me see what college talking about. Cause if, if I'm way better than Lincoln, you know what I'm saying? So let's see, you know what I'm saying? Let's see, let's test the waters. And like I said before, you know, Mike Tomlin may think about it, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like who knows? He, he did have some, some things to say, never say never, but Hey, I don't know, man. Mm. You, may, you may want to second guess that, but for free. Hey. <laughs> that, that, that PJ talks now. You know what I'm saying? That PJ talks loudly. You feel me? Oh, yeah. So um, we'll then, see, the, man. Those, 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 win- those winners in Pittsburgh get pretty old, man. So Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Get pretty old, and Ben's getting pretty old, too. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe in Rudolph either, so that's a whole nother conversation (laughs) Um, uh, as we transition, man, into some NBA. Uh, A little different topic that we normally don't really do, but I want to get your guys' feedback on it, and I want to know the top three overrated players in the NBA today, in your opinion. Um... Top three, top five, however you want to, however you feel about it. But just give me some players that you think is just like overpaid, not worth it, things like that. Oh man, well, just me first off the rip, Ben Simmons. Mm. Um, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And don't get me wrong, man. Number one pick overall. You know, spent the, spent the one year at LSU. Uh, and don't get me wrong, guy's super talented as far as you know what he can do on the defensive side of the ball, but. Mm-hmm. You know, it's defense and offense on the court, right? Yeah, yep. <laughs> you, you do actually have to go down and, and play offense. And, and, you know, obviously he's he's the 6'10 point guard, which is, is interesting also how they kind of mm-hmm. have him labeled. Um, but don't get me wrong. Yeah, he, he handles the ball. He distributes the ball. But, you know, as far as his offensive side, his offensive game, man, it is significantly lacking yeah. um, for, for somebody to be the number one overall pick in in this era. Yeah. Now, if it, if it was 10, 15 years ago, that's a different conversation. But, you know, how the offenses are run now and the expectation for everybody on the offensive end and how they referee the game now, it opens the game up so much for the offense that you don't really have an excuse to be able to, you know, consistently um, put up big numbers on the offensive side with his skill set, his size, his ability to handle the ball. Um, but, yeah, him specifically, number one, I would definitely say it has been overrated. Maybe he can turn it around. I've I've not seen it. You know, come, normally once you get a few years in the league, Correct. you kind of are you are you are who you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Very few people can kind of come around that corner and and change. But I, I've been known to be proved wrong before. But um, even with his whole mental health deal, man, with him not wanting to play because because behind that, like, come on, Ben, that's my <laughs> come on, man. 
Yeah, man. And, and, and you know, I can, I can dovetail into a bunch of other things about being. And don't get me wrong, I like being. I, I, you know, I liked him in college, and I like him coming out. Um, and even that first year, man, you know, they raved about him and his defensive awards and accolades and things of that nature. But I'm like, yeah, that's great. But that's somebody you get with the 15th pick, right? Like, if, you, if you're the number one overall pick, you got to have a full package, correct? You know, or at least in the process of developing it. So that mm-hmm. that would be my number one guy. Uh, probably number two, I would definitely have to say Draymond Green. Ooh, mm. you cut mm. deep over here. <laughs> Ooh, wow. You go, Ben Simmons, then Draymond? Uh, ben, ben Simmons, then Draymond. And don't get me wrong, Draymond has gotten a lot out of where he was drafted. And I always look at, you know, where he was drafted at the end of the second round, um, out of Michigan State. Um, but I, I always try to see like, would Draymond be able to do any of this on any other any other team? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if anybody else in the league has this kind of up tempo, allow him to be the point forward, bring the ball up. Would he have success anywhere else? I'd probably say he would have some, um, but he just like Ben, he's just another liability on the offensive side of the ball. Correct. And you know, if he's getting paid the big dollars like he's getting paid, you know. Just like Ben's getting paid the big dollars. If you're getting paid those max dollars, I'm expecting you to produce on both sides of the of the court, mm-hmm. like exactly. defensively and offensively. Yeah, it's and only he, right. Yeah, and and don't get me wrong, some of his uh antics, a little questionable, man. Some of those fouls, man, them them, them legs and feet getting a little too close to folks' groins and, and, mm-hmm. and, and, and areas. <laughs> so he, he definitely lose some, some brownie points with me on that end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't mess with somebody's manhood now. Like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. This man playing Kung Fu Panda over here. Karate Kid. Right. I don't and, know and what's... I, right. And I just say that because, like, and I try not to mention anybody who had injuries because that's a, that's a bit of an asterisk there. Mm. Uh, you know, because if you had injuries, that's kind of a whole nother scenario, man, that's kind of hampered your game to where you couldn't maybe perform like before, because like you know, I always think of Derrick Rose, man. Like Derrick Rose was that dude when he came out. Yeah. Um, and you know, MVPs pushing his team deep into the playoffs, but then you know he had his injury, had some setbacks. Now you know, obviously he's on his way. You know, playing very well the last few seasons. True. Uh, but you know, we'll we'll see where that goes. Uh, and probably the third person, I'd have to say Kyrie Irving. Yeah. Mm. Talk Help. about it. Talk yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> another, another guy, no, number one overall pick. And before LeBron came back to Cleveland, Cleveland could I don't think they could win over 25 games when he was there. Nope. Couldn't couldn't do anything without with those guys. Don't get me wrong, he put up buckets, which you know, like I said, the league kind of pushed that to him, especially with his his handles and his skill set. He he he's gonna score points. Mm-hmm. But his team never could, you know, they could never even sniff the playoffs, man, when he was there. No. Nope. So, you know, LeBron gets there, you know, brings everything together. And now, obviously we know Kyrie gets his credit, man, which he's deserved, man, hit, hitting that huge shot um, to, to to pretty much clinch the game for him to win the, uh, win the championship. And he mm-hmm. definitely gets 100% credit for that. Um, but, you know, once they separated and he ended up in Boston, what, what did we get out of Boston? Absolutely nothing. 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 You got better play from Terry Rozier and them boys when he sat out. Right. So obviously that speaks to him not being a leader, not not being able to to bring those younger guys together and cultivate them. Um, and and not to say that he did not get the blueprint from LeBron when LeBron came back to Cleveland. LeBron showed you mm-hmm. how to do it. And don't, don't get me wrong, everybody leads differently. And as we can see, Kyrie's just a little bit of a different cat cerebrally than everybody else so the way the way he viewed life and the way he viewed science and things of that nature is a a little different so not to say that he was gonna lead like lebron led um but he was around a championship team he knew what it takes to win a championship Mm. and you know no one i did not hear anything and i looked for it specifically looked for it that anybody was gonna say anything um positive about Kyrie's leadership Mm-hmm. They can speak a lot about his game, and they spoke positively about his game and what he could do on the court. But as far as like off the court during the game, trying to you know coach guys up, trying to cheer guys on, bringing the team together, not a word. Yeah, and that may not just be who he is. But again, 
number one overall pick just from my perspective you got you got high expectations and yeah. now obviously didn't work out in boston now we're sitting here in brooklyn and it's a train wreck <laughs> pretty it's, much it's, it's a train wreck so um we'll, we'll see how that ends i'm surprised brooklyn hadn't done something i i had initially gave them about 30 days and they would either try to trade them and not to say that they're not currently trying to move them. i just i just i've not heard anything um uh, if they hadn't done something to kind of move this ball along with him because you know from my perspective like i get it you know he has a decision to make but the team has a decision to make also hmm. you sign a con you sign a contract Albeit, you know, things have changed with the pandemic and, you know, what you decide to put on your body. Like nobody's going to force you. And I agree with that. Nobody should force you to take anything. But there is some consequences and, you know, repercussions behind that as well. Mm -hmm. because, you know, he still, from my understanding, was looking to get paid even though he wasn't playing. Mm -hmm. right. So you still cashing them checks. <laughs> so That's what I'm saying cash, <laughs> cash them net. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shoot that ball. Yeah, Shoot that right. So, but I think if you feel that strongly about it, which you have absolutely the ability to, to, to believe what you want to believe, especially specifically as it relates to the vaccine and the pandemic. But, you know, don't sit up and try to cash these guys' checks while you're sitting at the crib. All right. So, that's, and he, top, he tops my top three. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, those are some really good ones. Some really good ones. Um, what you got, Cord? Man, so uh, Marvin came out strong. So I guess I'm gonna have to go ahead and do the same. I'm, I'm, I might uh, ruffle a couple of feathers with this one. Okay, ruffle especially yours. Especially make sure you strapped in for this one. So uh, number one on my NBA's most overrated players list. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna start out with Mr. James Harden. Ooh, Mr. James oh. Harden. Let's talk. I'm, about, I'm, I'm good with that. Let's hold talk on. about overrated. Oh man, hold on. Let's, I ain't got. I ain't got my seatbelt on yet. Let's talk about overrated. Let's talk about what have you done for me lately. Let's I ain't talk got my about. On yet. Let's talk about how close have you come to a chip with all the help you've had in the past. All right, now I may get up the seat. <laughs> <laughs> James Harden. I mean, I, I, I won't go in too much because I think many people might see where I'm going with this, but. The skills mm -hmm. speak for themselves. The man can score. The man can get a bucket at any time on anyone. That's that's not the question. Okay. Question is, can you perform when it matters most? Mm -hmm. Because time and time again, year after year, whether it was Houston, well, really, all, all you can do is, is talk about Houston because he really hasn't been healthy during his time in Brooklyn. But Houston, for year after year, they came up short when it mattered most. I mean, they got him help. He had CP3. They were looking good in the playoffs, and then next thing you know, they just fall short. And like I said, we saw this story develop year after year. I mean, he his points per game goes up during the regular season, down during the postseason, time yeah. and time again. Uh, and so, I mean, for that reason right there, you can't be one of the top talents in the league and still not have sniffed a championship. And that's James Harden to me. Yep. So, uh, James yeah, is definitely number one on my list. No, I would okay. agree with that. And, and he just, just from my perspective, he never seemed to be in shape. And that's just me. Mm -hmm. Like he just kind of doesn't put in that extra work. And I kind of feel like number four on my list, and I know you didn't ask about number four, was kind of Carmelo Anthony. <laughs> mm -hmm. And he was another one that was just like on the cusp. Like he just seemed like he never put in the extra work, man, mm -hmm. to, to kind of get his body to the next level to be elite on both mm -hmm. sides of the both sides of the ball. At the same point, man, with Harden, man, like I said, they brought in Dwight Howard. You know, they brought in Chris Paul. They brought in Westbrook. They brought in all these guys. Yep. I, at, at the end of the day, who the common denominator? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I, you. I, I ain't mad at you. I ain't Thank mad you. at you. Go ahead. Uh, So, yeah, man. So, Harden's number one. Number two on my list, kind of a similar similar guy, uh, DeMar DeRozan. DeMar mm. is number, number two on my list. Another household name, another guy who can get buckets. We all know that. But, I mean, once again, outside of a couple all-star selections, what have you ever really done? You know, that, yeah. that's an, another one for me. Um, once again, he can score on anyone. He can dunk on anyone. Uh, he had plenty of talent around him in, in Toronto for a few years with, you know, him and, and Kyle Lowry, obviously, and a, and a lot of other help as well. Mm -hmm. uh, even in San Antonio, I know he didn't have the most help, but, I mean, he still had a decent team, especially when uh, Lamar Aldridge was still there with him. 
uh, still had Patty Mills at the time. They still had a decent squad uh, and just didn't do anything. And I mean, even now with the Bulls, uh, yeah, the Bulls are looking good. They're surprising, but I don't see the story ending too much differently than it has in the past for DeMar. Uh, so for that reason, DeMar is number two on my list. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, that's, that's an interesting one. I, I've never considered DeMar a great player. Mm-hmm. He's always just been average in my book, yeah. man. But right. to, to, your, to your point, like out in Toronto, they were always good in the regular mm-hmm. season, then flopping the playoffs. Yep, yep. exactly. Um, and, you know, like I said, I think he, he's still trying to recover when uh, he got kicked out of Toronto. Um. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean, he's definitely considered uh, overrated. I mean, he's a star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a star. He's definitely been solidified as a superstar. Well, I wouldn't say superstar. All star in this league. Yeah, all star um, for sure. So, like, from what he's done and being solidified as that already, um, and having his own team, quote unquote, even with that little stint with San Antonio overrated so i totally agree with you on that go ahead uh yeah absolutely so third and final one on my list um for me it's gonna be kimba kimba walker another Mm, one i mean i I love talking about these big names you know big household names all-star selections nba first team second team selections yeah at the end of the day you haven't even sniffed a championship you know what i mean and kimba is one of those and kimba amazes me because for some reason and I don't think I've seen any other player like this. For some reason, people continue to hold on to his college success. <laughs> yeah, don't as know why. If, as if that somehow translates into him being a great NBA player. Yeah. The man was a UConn legend. I give him that. UConn legend. I mean, the stuff he did in the Final Four and the championship was, it'll go down to history. But in the NBA, you really haven't done much of anything other than get these big contracts, which shout out to you for that. Respect. Yeah. For that. Correct. Now, Couple the, get, selections. get yeah. the bag. Get the bag. He got the, the bag. bag <laughs> <laughs> he could definitely get the bag. I give him that. But I mean, aside from the bag, I mean, you have not done much. You, you haven't had many great seasons. Uh, you, you stay injured. Uh, it's just it's, it's a big disappointment to me. A big letdown. And mm-hmm. I mean, keep in mind, this man was in college ten years ago. Got drafted in 2011. Mm-hmm. People still hold on to that thought of him being that UConn legend and oh he's coming back home to New York where he played his college ball. No, like this is not <laughs> college. Exactly. It's not college at all. Totally different story. So Kimba rounds out my top three, man. But if you don't mind, real quick, I do have an honorable mention for number four. Okay. Uh Gordon Hayward. Gordon. Oh, yeah. yeah. Often forgotten oh, yeah. there. Uh just not so much as you know his skills and everything, but just the fact of that huge contract he got, which I can't even remember what year it was. Uh, but a couple years thinking, ago. I think it was like a hundred million dollar contract, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. with the company came to Boston. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was pretty big. With Boston. And ever since then, man, injuries, just performance, it's just been downhill. I mean, yeah. and, and shout out to him for getting that bag once again. But <laughs> man, I mean Gordon Hayward, I just had to throw that one out there because I know he's often forgotten, but hey, he's still cashing checks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, that's a really good one. That's a really good one. So um, when I start, I think I want you guys to uh, you wear a straight jacket. You got one of those? Because <laughs> I think uh, I'm about to turn up. I'm about to turn this thing up a little bit. Okay. And um, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, so get spicy. I'm, I'm going to get a lot spicy. You know what I'm saying? Hope you like hot sauce. Uh, so we're gonna go. This is my number three. I'm gonna go from the, I'm gonna go from the bottom to the ten up. All right. Okay. So number three for me, off rep. You ever yeah. been to the movies? Um, when you were younger, and normally when you're younger, you can only watch a certain amount of movie, right? Mm-hmm. What is it normally? What's the rating on that movie? Eh. Huh? Rated R. No, no, no. That's what I you're mean, not allowed. That's I, what you're not allowed to watch. My my parents were strict. I mean, I could I couldn't do anything higher than PG thirteen. Yes. Or, okay. Yes, yes, yes. Huh. PG thirteen was the um the movie of choice from like our adolescent ages. Yeah. And um, I think we're gonna go back to those adolescent ages mm. and um go by with the name Paul George, quote mm. unquote. 
PG thirteen. I, I see what you did there. Yeah, you like that, right? You like that, don't you? Like that breakdown. Um, he is the epitome of. He's a he's the epitome of just so much success in the league yet. Mm. So much hype, so much behind the name, so much in the brand, uh-huh. and still hasn't done anything, you know, in the playoffs. Got all these bigs. Another player that's getting the bag right now, getting yeah. paid $35.4 million a year. Sheesh. Um, and right now, he's just, in my opinion, the one of the greatest regular season players um, to a list of people that you've, that you've named. And I think He's had a. He started off slow, but yeah. he 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 took off in the Pacers. He took off. He's um made it to Eastern Conference Finals. I give him that. Um, but ever since the Pacers stint, man, and going to OKC and all these different teams, now with uh the Clippers, it's just been like, where have you been? What's been mm-hmm. going on? Like you're you're not what you were built up to be. He was supposed to be in a finals appearance at least two or three times by now. And um, he just hasn't lived up to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's really, you know, you're, you're really just playing as if you're, yeah, PG-13. Like, kid, soft. You know, like, <laughs> you know, something like, you know, you're, you're playing it's the, the, the softer, sensitive, like, everyone can see it. You know, it's not really dirty, not really... Uh, uh, grimy, um, and all the kids can watch it. So um, that's how I feel like he's, his game is. You know what I'm saying? All the kids can watch it. Um, oh man, he said. But, what about uh, what, what about playoff P? He said it's PG thirteen. Nah, no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Playoff P. I, I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. It, playoff P comes in. Um, you know, one or two games. We need. We need. I mean, you can say the same thing about you know James. Even though I feel as if James Harden, I'm a little bit biased behind James. I think like he's had a lot of good finals performances. Well, not finals, conference finals performances. Got a little unlucky in a couple of them. Um, I think when Chris Hall was on the team, I think they should have won the finals and beat Golden State. But um, this got a little unlucky. You know, Chris Paul misses, gets injured, misses that game. Um, and they probably would have beat the uh, unbeatable, you know, um, unbeatable. I think that was, team was better than the team prior because they had KD on that squad. So, Thanks. like, they they were on the verge of winning that series. But, like I said, got a little unlucky. So, has he had his moments? Yes, James has had his moments. But I also think that he's had some great moments as well, too, to where, like, if, if things were to happen differently, we would be having a different conversation. But anyways, moving on. Um, my second player is going to be Mr. Triple Double, Russell Westbrook. Mm, I knew that was coming. Russell Triple Double Westbrook is going to be number two. Um Man, I just don't know. I think he I think he plays now when I say this, it's not gonna it may not make sense, but I think he plays for himself. Like I think he only plays to build stats, not to win. And I don't think that he makes a lot of great decisions on the basketball court. Um he's a turnover machine. He's always leading the league in turnovers. He's always trying to like, you know, he's he's always trying to get his. Yeah, he'll try to facilitate the ball. He'll try to pass the ball. But I think he's trying to build a stat sheet, not really like trying to make the best play. Because sometimes he makes some plays that passes that he'll make. It'll just be like, okay, it'll, it sounds weird. But if you ever watch him play, it's like, all right, let me get a Let me try to get the assist right here. It's not mm-hmm. like fluent. It's not like, okay, he was in the right spot in the right moment. It's yeah, like, it's okay, the- I'm going to pass it right here, and it's hope he makes it and then get the assist. Yeah, it's not within the flow of the game all the time. Yeah, and that's, yeah. Where, and that's where he creates mm-hmm. a lot of the turnovers from too because he'd be trying to force stuff, and then he just like it, – it, it's weird. Like, 
And, you know, if you don't watch him play, it will sound crazy. But every time I see him play, it's just very, like, not fluent and not just, like, with the game flow, which is why he hasn't had success winning but has statistic success. You know what I'm saying? He's always filled in the box sheet but mm-hmm. always coming up with an L at the end of the day. So um, that's why I say the things I say is great what he's done. I'm, we've had shows to where, you know, we've praised him on becoming the all-time leader in triple-double and continuing to average a triple-double for three out of the last four or five years. But I just think he's overrated, and we're seeing it right now in the Lakers. Look how terrible he's doing. Let's look how bad he's playing right now. <laughs> and like the worst three point percentage. Um, he still has the mid range, but he's averaging at least three and a half, four turnovers a game. Probably the highest he's ever averaged. Um, uh, his player efficiency is like, uh, I don't even know. It's bad. It's bad. Right. And he's had a couple games where I'm just like, bro, I'd rather freaking. Versus you right now because <laughs> it does it is does not look good. Um, so he's on sec- second one on my list. Um, number two. Um, hopefully I don't get cussed out about this, but <laughs> I think my number one right now, and this is a person that has won a championship. So let's not – I don't want to take them out of the category, but I think going. right now it's Anthony Davis. Uh, oh, yeah, Miss, absolutely. absolutely. Mr. AD. Mr. AD. I think he is overrated. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Um, he's young talent, great talent. He's a really good player. I think he's a great player. Let's not get me wrong. Him healthy, he's a really good player. I to me, I still think I put a little asterisk behind that Orlando Magic uh COVID championship, but it won a championship. I'm I'm leaving it at that. I'm not gonna go in detail, but it won a championship. However, I just think he he's just not that guy in the clutch moments. I think when the crowd isn't there, he can play. But I think he's not that like he he's he showed it in the Pelican days. He showed it. Yeah, he's had the team. Um, not quite, but we're looking at it right now, even with the Lakers, like it's uh, it's not that great. It's not that great going forward. I mean, he's been there what three years now, and the first year it, it wasn't well. Uh second year. Um, yeah, they won a championship with the bubble. Um, and uh, this year, <laughs> with all these superstars on the team, it just looks pathetic. And I don't think they're in championship form. I don't think they can get out the first round if they do make the playoffs. Mm. That's the way they're mm. playing. Just the way that he keeps getting hurt. It's always something with him in the playoffs as well, too. Like, he can never be reliable. It's always a foot. It's always this. It's always, like, my my wrist. Like, it, like overrated. Overrated to me. And I don't think that he can get them to another championship, in my, in my opinion. Um, and I like to add an honorable mention. An honorable mention. Um, this may not be, like the biggest name, like the last three. Um, I just wanted to say it since everybody had like a fourth. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think Mr. Mr. Zoe. Mr. Not Zoe. Mr. Uh, yeah, Zoe. Lonzo? No, yeah, Lonzo Ball. I think he's um, I think he's overrated. I think he's overrated as well, too. Um, is he a great team guy? Great point guard? Yeah, he is. Uh, I just think the hype about him, like, he he needs to be in the conversation of, like, 
who's like a solid player, but not he's not so hyped up, but he's a solid player. Um he needs to be in the conversation of like I don't even like like a freaking uh D'Angelo Russell. Like or I well no D Rush D Russell's better than him. Uh <laughs> I would say I don't even know. He's just way too hype. He's just way too hype for me. I think they because sometimes they would say mention his name over uh Zach Levine and all these boys, and it's just like Lonzo Ball is just a role player. I don't think he's an all-star. I think LaMelo's way better than him, to be honest. And that's my opinion. I think he will end up having a better career. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> um, but as we transition, as we transition into that, um, these overrated players, let's talk about... Y'all's top five all-time team. And I don't know if I mentioned that. Um, yeah, I did mention that. You can also add a six-man off the bench. All right? So who's the team that you guys are picking that is going to go 82-0, and win the ship, and become the next NBA champions? Hmm. Nah, you, are we saying You say all-time, or are we looking at current players here? It can be all time, all time. Oh, okay, okay. See, I made my list off current. So. Oh I, yeah, I mean, it, in, either whatever, way, I think... whatever your heart desires, the team has to win, has to be undefeated. So it can be current players as well too. So okay, to well yeah, I mean, I I still think my my list of current players will still probably take any list of of uh, ex players, anyways. So <laughs> okay, I, I'll run through mine real quick. Um, first things first, my team does not include any. Los Angeles Lakers on the ooh, squad. So it, it, that, that, might, that might shock some people, but it is what it is. So <laughs> okay. uh, my starting five, uh, mm. at the one, at the point guard spot, I got Mr. CP3. Uh, you know, mm. up, there, up there in age, but I feel like he's a distributor type where he can keep the rest of these superstars all fed and still get his at the same time. Uh, at my two guard, shooting guard, the best shooter of all time, the greatest shooter to ever live, the sniper, the chef. Steph Curry, shooting guard. <laughs> okay. That's the easy one. He, he he better be on everyone's list because that's the easy one. That's the gimmick. <laughs> ain't, ain't on my list. Oh. <laughs> oh, uh, I want to revise hey, that a little bit. Hey, I want to revise hey. that. I, I'm interested in these lists, man. Right. Little... Uh, so I know I'm a little small in my backcourt. I get that. Uh, but I'll step it up with these next three. Shooting guard, or sorry, small forward at the three guard, we got KD. Easy money sniper. Easy money uh, sniper. That's an easy pick. I really don't need to explain too much more. KD, he'll take anybody from this generation or the next generation. Yep. Uh, at my four, power forward, I'm going with Giannis. So, like I said before, you know, my backcourt is a little bit small with CP3 and stuff, but now I'm coming big. Got big names, a lot of power, and they can all shoot and score a little bit. Mm-hmm. And at my five spot. Uh, with my center, I got a, a stretch five, uh, but still one of the biggest, one of the best big men in the game. Uh, I got Jokic. Jokic at my center spot. Mm, so okay. that's my starting five. Uh, I know for a fact, barring any injuries, this team would undoubtedly go 82 and 0. Wow. Who's your sixth man? Uh, six man. I'm. <laughs> I'll be polite. I'll, I'll bring Braun off the bench. You know what I'm saying? I'll, I'll keep, I'm not going to be disrespectful. I'm not going to disrespect the king. I'll bring him off the bench. You know, oh, the bench coming up, the king coming off the bench. Okay. Yeah, I'll bring, bring Braun off the bench. He'll play his role. <laughs> All right. I hear you. Marvin, I'm interested wow. in your list. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Def- yeah. But yeah, so I, yeah, I kind of did all time deal. So, um, at the five spot, man, I got the man, the man down down south in Houston, Hakeem the Dream. Okay, Halajuwan. Uh, I like team, that. You got you got to play on both ends, offense and defense, and you got to be able to hit free throws. So it was a battle between him and Shaq, but you know them free throws edged out. That's right. At, at, yep. at the end of the day, so uh, but no, I had a, had a great time watching Hakeem, man, in his heyday. Um, no, nobody did it better, man, down on the blocks, man. So, uh, definitely, definitely he's coming in at, at, at that five spot at the four, 
you know, my guy from, from San Antonio, the big fundamental, five championships, uh, Mr. Tim Duncan himself. Mm-hmm. I like uh, just, it. Just another guy played on played on both ends, played hard all the time, man. What could, could play the whole game, man, be in, in the late game shooting free throws. You know, played the play, you know, what you consider the right way, man. He uh never really see him get anybody face, man. Never seen him have any issues with his teammates or his coaches, man. He just showed up to work every day and and, and won and dominated. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. This this uh, team's a little hometown heavy right now. I see, I see, a, theme, I see a theme going on. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, well, I I'll I'll switch it up then. At, at, at the th- at the three spot, coming from the East Coast. Okay. Yes, sir. Boston Celtics. Ooh, Mr. Mr. Bird himself. Uh. And I'm not talking about the bird man. I'm talking about Larry, Larry Legend. At, at Larry who? I mean, another another guy, man, was before his time. Uh played both ends, rebound, man, hit big shots, man. Uh, you go back and watch a bunch of his games, man. Yeah, he man. hit he always hit the big shot when he when his team needed it, man. True competitor. Mr. Clutch uh, for sure. Oh yeah, so you know him and him and LeBron kind of go back and forth with me as far as the top, the top three, the three small forwards of all time, man. So, so Larry Legend definitely in that third spot. Um, second man, you know, it goes without saying, man. MJ, he's the oh, guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, the goat, the goat. He's that dude, man. And, and you know that just goes without saying. So can't can't say enough about him. And uh, I know y'all had mentioned something about being overrated with Kimball Walker. I was like, man. Anybody who got drafted by Jordan is overrated. So, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to MJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then uh, at, at the at the point guard spot, man, that, it was kind of tough. But I went ahead. I went ahead and slid D Wade in there at, at, at my point guard spot, man. Ooh, got, I like that. Got like D Wade in there, man. Another guy, man, played played hard every play, man. Um, gave it everything he had, both ends. Um, you know, kind of at the free throws, man. Definitely a true leader. And then obviously he he took the back seat, man, when LeBron came in also. Mm-hmm. So he he didn't have any problems taking a step back, man, letting LeBron lead the way. Although, you know, D Wade had, you know, a bunch of injuries as well, man. And so some of that had to do with it. But nobody played harder when he stepped on the court, man. So I would I would definitely put these five up against Corey's five any day. Mm. <laughs> I like to see that. Who you got coming off the bench? <laughs> off the bench, I got KG, Mr. Kevin Garnett himself. Uh, the big, the big ticket coming the off the bench, ticket. man. Hey, I, like I, will, I will say, I, I think my team will beat your team. But yeah. if we're talking about fighting, though, your, your team got it. <laughs> my team don't want no smoke. Hey, because <laughs> hey, KG, one thing he gonna do, whether he on the court or off the court, he gonna be motivating. <laughs> he gonna oh, be yeah. motivated. He gonna be yelling. He gonna be screaming. So. <laughs> KD, oh, yeah. KD coming off the bench. He gonna bring that energy for sure. Um, yeah, my little new school and a little bit of old school, a little bit of new school, a little bit of old school. So, um, ah, this point guard was very hard for me. Um, where I was gonna put this person and who I was gonna switch him out. It was between two people. Um. I think, but the way I structure it, I, I'm going to go backwards. I'm going to do I'm gonna do how you did it, Marvin. So what I'm going to do is go for the five spot, and I'm going to pick Big Will Chamberlain, Hunted, Mr. Hunted, with the still, Mr. 20,000-plus women. I ain't talking about points. I'm talking about women. <laughs> Mr. 20,000 plus women, I'm picking him at the five. If he can knock out 20,000, he can definitely knock out all y'all, all right? And all y'all teams, all right? And grabbing 50 rebounds, um, 100 points, 20 blocks. Wilt the Stilt, man, he's the most in that in that era big man, I think. Sure, so I think that Wilt I'm good with Will. Um, right now, when did he have? To, when when did he have time to play? <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, when when he did though, when he did though, that man played. It's always play time. <laughs> it's always play time. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's always playtime with Wilt, man. That's why that's why I like. That's what I like about him. Um number four, number four, we're gonna go with I'm gonna slide KD in there. I'm gonna slide KD at the four. Um and that's that doesn't go without being said. You know, KD, two time champ, you know, six, seven times scoring champ. You know, we know who KD is. So we're gonna put him in the four spot. Um Number three, so number three, I think I'm going to put Kobe, Kobe right there in a the small four. So Kobe is going to be my small four. Um, big Kobe fan. Rest in peace, Kobe. Uh, it's crazy what happened, but, you know, great all-time score, um, five-time champ. And well deserved. I think he doesn't get involved in. He's not talked about enough in debates on who can compare him to. I think they compare LeBron way close to Jordan versus. I mean, he hasn't even. I I think personally they need to compare him and Kobe. You know what I'm saying? Because I think he's nowhere. Like he got to get to Kobe first, but they just pass him up. They don't talk about. He's in no debates. No one, no one ever says, "Oh, you know what I'm saying." I, I don't, I don't know if it's because of the way he, I don't know. But Kobe was a very dominant player, and no one ever talks about Kobe versus that, Kobe versus him, Kobe versus him, or how does he compare to Kobe? It's always Jordan. I, yeah. I think, I think, in my opinion, like you have to be near that top. You, you, like, not saying LeBron isn't, but, like, you have to be really close to that conversation to talk about Jordan. I think Jordan is the all-time great. So, like, if you feel like you're in that conversation, like, you need to rise up the chain, not just, like, go straight to the GOAT. But that's just me. Right. Move no, on. No, I agree. Because uh, I think Kobe kind of came in at a funny time too, man. Because Kobe still had that Jordan mentality, how he played and how he treated teammates. Correct. correct. And I think the the league at that point was shifting. Yeah. Because you know it ain't none of that stuff. Well, not much of it going on now in the league where you of know course, you got these yeah. dominant. So Kobe kind of came into that funny part where it really wasn't that accepting. But after he retired, you hear a bunch of that him doing that stuff, reaching out to players, putting players up on game. Yeah, um, especially on on the woman on the women's side as well. So correct, I think it, it wasn't it wasn't you know received that well the way he was doing things. Obviously, he still was winning, and you know winning trumps any everything. But exactly, I, I think it was a, it was a significant transition there is why maybe some of that is. And I think the other part of it with Kobe is that those three, first three championships, I don't think he was considered the best person on the team. Yeah, and I think that's pretty you know. Debatable as well, too. Yeah, Do- Shaq was dominant. Shaq was dominant, but I think he couldn't do anything without Kobe. Kobe right. did average 28 and 7 in those in those runs. And, um, yeah, he averaged 32 and, like, 10. But, like, he was a very good contributor um, to those championships. And I get it, but that's a whole nother debate. Um, number two. Um I'm going to go with MJ. Now, you're going to probably think, oh, you got Kobe and MJ on the same team, the same player. Yeah, double the points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly what I got. Double the points. I got the defense on one side. I got the I got the all-time defensive player and all-time scorer in one person, and I got a Mamba. Like, right. yes, yes, I yes, I'm yes, I'm doing that. I don't care what you say. All right? Um so, so ask, ask, me, ask me this. So who, who take the last shot? They're they going to flip a coin on that one. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to flip a coin on that one, boy. I don't know. That's, that's, that's a tough, that's a tough, tough call. Um, and um, now that I have my team set up, I think that I'm just going to go with the dog, the dog, the gritty point guard. Well, he's really a shooting guard, AI. Mm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with him. It was between him and Steph. Mm. I was gonna pick Steph, but I need. If I'm playing against Corey, I need to play against somebody opposite. So I think AI gonna put the dog on him, and um, I think I'm gonna have coming off my bench. 
to me, underrated, but a great all-time 50 player in um, all-time NBA, Charles Barkley, coming off my bench. Okay. Hmm. I'm going to have Charles coming off the bench, grabbing me 20 and 20 every night. So, um, I think that's the I think that's the undefeated team. Like that no one's beating that team. Um and that yeah, that's pretty much it, man. That's up for debate. So. <laughs> we all need to put it on uh, a two K version game. Yeah, put it on a two K and be like, Hey man, we got our squad. Let's 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 team up and uh see what's going on. <laughs> oh man oh man but hey y'all this was this was great um i really appreciate you know marvin coming on here and sharing some knowledge some in-depth and i'm um, really calling coming in here and showing out man i appreciate you Nah, man appreciate the invite guys uh like i say man we'll have to get, get you guys on uh our platform as well but no nah, i had a great oh, yeah. time man had a great time so oh yeah invite. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Everybody, we getting ready to wrap this thing up. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate everyone listening, tuning in. We're on all platforms. Please download and tune in to another episode of From the Nosebleed. We is out. Yeah. Save it, brother, brain on cons.